and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's favourite Korean football podcast. Um, we're doing a semi-live broadcast tonight in that we're in Mark's office watching the Korea game on the telly. It's 1-0, it's half time as we speak. Um, have you thought about any thoughts in the first half, boys? Other than we didn't really watch it because we were doing the red button content. Um, the goal was probably avoidable, uh, poor goalkeeping, but at the end of the day they all count. Uh, me and Mar had a chance just before the goal, uh, reasonable enough chance. Uh, one of the me and Mar players looks like he should be starting in the last of the Mexicans. <laughs> there we go. Paul, any thoughts? Myanmar is not as bad as I thought they would be, yeah, well, or that's not as weak as we Or Korea are not as good as they should be. One of the <laughs> yeah. I mean, given that this is not even a... I mean, on paper it's a home game for Myanmar, but it's being played in Bangkok, right? So they're not going to have a massive support there, because... It doesn't as, look as if there's a massive support there from anyone, to be honest. As we all know, Thailand doesn't let any Myanmar refugees in. They just leave them to starve on their boats. So, yeah, um, I think... It's pretty even so far. Both sides have had their chances. Career slightly better, but tactics seem to have changed a bit here. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think this this Street Fighter cartoon going on in the background is probably the most interesting part of it. Uh, to be honest, but yeah. There's some sc- scantily clad cartoon women seem to have taken the field. I don't quite know what's going on. It's Bangkok. <laughs> in any case, spoiler alert: you might have realised the two voices as as ever are with me as uh, Mark and Paul. So Paul, at the weekend there was no Soul game. What did you do? Did you take a knitting class, or what were you up to over the weekend with no football? Spent time with the family? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Oh, that's a nice scarf, Paul, thank you. What did I do at the weekend? Which city did you wake up in on Sunday morning? Um, Seoul. Somewhere in Seoul. There you go. Must have been a, a sensible weekend then. I know one day it was light by the time I got home. That was probably Friday. Because you came home so early that it hadn't got dark yet, is that what you're telling us? <laughs> Something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to introduce Mark for us as well? Yeah, Mark's here everybody. Welcome Mark. Well, thank you Paul. That was a rather passionate, passionate introduction. He, he's already made fun of this week's shirt, which is a, which is a, a lovely floral job. You can't really win with your shirts, yeah. can you? It doesn't uh, matter what you do. Really. Uh, why don't you just bring a shirt for me to wear next week? Uh, I'll see if I can find one that will fit you, Paul. <laughs> It'll look like one of those African moo-moo <laughs> things. <laughs> that is going to stay in. Yes, it will do. But uh, I'll, see if I, I'll see if I have something more appropriate than um, the Beckham number that, that, you have, that you were wearing last week. Yeah? Um, I'm joined by uh, Stevie across from me. Uh, Stevie went to Anyang to see his uh, his team steal uh, the three points with a, a rather justified or potentially unjustified penalty in the last minute. Absolute robbery. Never a penalty in <laughs> Never a penalty. <laughs> um, and he's still not been home afterwards, yeah? Well, Stevie then went to enjoy the uh, the delights of Bumgay. And just for everyone there, yes, there's a place in Seoul called Bumgay. <laughs> and that is all I'm going to say. <laughs> It's always my favourite subway stop. It always makes me snigger when I go through it. <laughs> and you went through it quite a bit on um, on Saturday night, I believe, yeah? It's always a, a close-run thing between Bumgay or Botigogay. It's my other favourite. <laughs> but you might have noticed we're doing this podcast on a Tuesday this week, and that was because Mark was so hungover yesterday. What, what happened on Sunday night that you were still hungover by 
9 p.m. on Monday. Uh, Sunday night, uh, my friend was over from Malaysia. Uh, he's not Malaysian. His girlfriend's Malaysian, but um, and on Saturday I took him to Suwon, and then I went and watched Scotland uh, claim a one-each draw against Ireland. And then on Sunday we went out, and I've been feeling a little bit under the weather of late. Um, and so we went out. Have you touched the mares? Is that what you're telling us? Have you touched the mares? <laughs> and um, so I had a few beers and maybe some soju too much on Sunday, so I, I was a little bit tender yesterday. Otherwise, I was explaining. Not according to your girlfriend, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost tender with her. Um, but as I was uh, explaining. You're always a bit soft with her, right? Yes. As I was explaining to uh, Stevie earlier, I don't think. I thought yesterday was a hangover until it got to about 3 pm and I was still feeling terrible. And then whenever the shivers and the shakes had been kicked in, I realised it probably wasn't. Which is why I'm drinking Max cream beer tonight, because there's no alcohol in it. It's not that zero stuff you got, is it? No, it's just the uh, all new and improved Max cream. Seems to have a royal warrant on it, though. Must be a Prince Charles one then, because that's the only thing, only person I could think that would drink this nonsense. It's an H, must be Harry. I'm going to bite my tongue there because we'll get back into the Uli Steelica jokes from yes, last week. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then, then you'll end up with another three day ma- marathon editing job. You see that Queen Elizabeth's going on a, a royal visit to Germany in the next couple of weeks. She's going home? No, she, I didn't. She's vowed not to speak a word of German there in case it causes some confusion or some. some, dis- some uh, uh, scandal, shall we Un- say? Unlike yourself, Paul, I don't follow the Queen on Twitter, as obviously you do. I read that in the Daily Mail, actually. Of all Unlike you, Paul, I don't read the Daily Mail. <laughs> so she's going back home. Yes. Ah, oh, sweet. Is she coming back? Unless she dies while she's there. Oh. Yeah. Which yeah. at her age is always a chance. Can but hope. There we go. On that bombshell, I guess we should talk football. So you guys have got a pretty easy job this week. You've only got one game each that we have to concern ourselves with, so we'll be expecting some in-depth analysis here. No. Does that mean we have to talk for each one about 20 minutes to get the usual podcast length out? Well, if you can talk for 20 minutes about a solo game, Paul, you should get a prize. Some kind of medal. Theoretically, I could talk talk about it for about 90 minutes. Theoretically, yes, but when I, when I usually when I ask you who scored, you're like, I don't remember. <laughs> I was, I was about ten pints in by that point. But probably if you did talk about it for ninety minutes, you would be on a Chinese betting scam as well. <laughs> <laughs> so which one was first? It was the midweek one was Dejon Seoul, yeah. and as far as I'm concerned, Dejon won that one 0 Thanks to the update that I got in my tablet as I was going through the bus station and a, a, a premature message sent to someone slagging them off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to to sum up the game, it was 80 minutes of Seoul dominating Tejon and being very, very wasteful. Um, actually, in the first half, Tejon were really, really poor. Their passing was all over the place. They were kicking it out for no reason at all. Then at halftime, Adriana came on, and he looked really dangerous, quite pacey. Uh, he had the ball in the back of the net at one point, I think, which was flagged off for offside. Uh, and it, he looked threatening every time they went forward. Uh, Seoul was still creating lots of good chances, but basically wasting them. And then in the 80th, 80th minute, 81st minute, one of the Taejong guys crossed it in, and another guy shot it. It rebounded off the uh, Seoul defender to completely wrong foot the goalie, and they were 1-0 ahead. So their 20-odd fans were going mental. But even though I thought we might lose, you know, Taejong had been pretty poor up to that point, so I thought there was a good chance we could snatch a draw. And duly, 
in the 88th minute, Molina whipped in across, and Everton had just come on five minutes beforehand, nodded into the net for one all, and <laughs> barely 70 seconds later, Yunjite slammed in a winner. So two on, so two on. Two goals in a minute. How many, how many goals has Jute uh, scored off the bench this season? Um, he seems to be the one who scores most of your goals, but he, he never like starts, yeah? He did start, because he started against the Japanese team, Osaka, in the second leg. In the second leg, yeah. And first he leg, he was the one who scored in the first leg, yeah? He came, on in the, he came on as a substitute and scored right at the end of the first yeah. leg. He started the second leg, scored twice, and he started the match after that. Which I think was Ulsan, was it? Uh, or was it Incheon? He, sc- he started one of those two games anyway, mm. and he played about 70 odd minutes and got substituted. And then promptly disappeared completely out of the squad for the Chumba game. Yeah. But he was back on the bench for Tejon, came on uh, just after half time, yeah. yeah. Uh, scored again, yeah? Scored. He, he'd been pretty crap before that, to be honest. He had okay. a couple of good chances that he really didn't make the most of, but. I seem to see him scoring goals and wonder why he never quite gets the nod. Yeah, uh, he, he's always looked Number lively. Number 91, Park Young. Yeah, he, <laughs> he gets, he gets the nod, yeah. What did he do? He got booked after two minutes. Uh, that was for an alleged dive. I don't believe Park Young could get from the centre circle to the penalty box in two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> actually, <laughs> he started the game in the penalty box. That's why he was booked. Where did fell, you come from? <laughs> Where did you come from, Chief? Yeah, so it was an alleged dive. Uh, it was down the other end from where we were. So oh, okay. I, I'm going to pull a Wenger and say I didn't see it in detail. So Adriano started on the bench. Yes. Any, do you know if there was any reason for that? Was he injured or just Dejon thought, let's try not to win the game today? Well, the guy that was playing, which was, what was that number? He was useless, to be honest. Number 22, he was absolutely useless. So do you think maybe the Dijon boss had a, a bet on a an away win in this, in this one? I thought we'd just keep Adriano on the bench today. I mean, uh, who knows what goes on in his mind, but yeah. they were Tejan were far, far better once Adriano came on. Maybe he's yeah. just not fit again, though, yeah? Start of the season, he wasn't fit. yeah. He does seem to be carrying a few knocks, mm. but you kind of think, well, if if he's got 45 minutes and I'll probably put him on for the first 45 minutes, he might you think he so. might get a 1-0 lead and then just be able to defend it for the rest of the match. Although they were, they were unable to do that for uh, 10 minutes. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. I guess... It's, it's, you know, maybe they should have brought him on later then. <laughs> maybe it's one more like two minutes to go. two minutes to go, which is what we do with Ryan Johnson these days. <laughs> But so was, would that, that did that take you up to second in the league on it, Wednesday night? It did, yes. Unbelievable, so, so isn't it? That's all or second in the league. So we're clearly second, and theory was if Songnam would have beaten Suwon, then we'd have stayed as sole second plate. But did well. Songnam beat Suwon? Actually, Songnam didn't beat Suwon, but now that I've realised that by not beating Suwon, I knocked Seoul off second spot. <laughs> now I'm convinced that's why they played so bad in the second half. You found a um, silver lining, have you? Yes, but it's like yeah, we hit both. With the um, Songnam fans cheering when you conceded that goal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, it was a. What can I say? Um, uh, going going to Suwon is never, you know, is never. 
pleasant. That's just how I described it to my friend. Like, I don't actually find games of Suwon particularly that pleasant. So, so first of all, you actually got into Suwon. You weren't stopped by security. No, I got in perfectly fine. I did meet some new friends on the way there. Some new guys who kept saying, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Who I've never met before. I'm sure they met me. Did you previous game. with a master sausage? Um, she's in Thailand right now. <laughs> so, um, I mean, in terms of the game, uh, it was like, it was... It was one of those games where I think Suwon played reasonably okay for the first, um, maybe up maybe up until their goal. Like Sonam should have been ahead uh, before uh, Suwon scored. Um, Tong Tae Se um, was the man who scored the goal, but in reality, in all honesty, it was part Jin Hyuk's fault. It was a pretty innocent free kick that was swung in, and it was it was going by. Almost certainly going by the post. Park leaped at it, grabbed it, dropped it, but dropped it back the way. <laughs> like, so actually inside the Threw post. It into his net, you mean? No, no, like, they back the way, they back into open play. And there was the ponytailed North Korean to pop up in, like, probably the easiest finish of this season, apart from any of his two against So, But, I mean, seriously, like, probably the easiest finish he'll ever have. He tapped in from about a yard. So um, that was what that was 34 minutes. John yeah. Dessay gave so on the lead again. They didn't keep it very long. Nope, eight minutes. Nope. Eight minutes. Um, after that, uh, Songnam, who were already in it before, came back into it again. Um, the goal was a thing of beauty. I think is the only way of describing it. Quack uh, Kae Sung uh, picked it up on the right wing and uh, came striding down, uh, beat his man perfectly. It was really sweet. Put it in the middle, and there was the captain. Uh, Kim Do-hyun to like, knock, it, knock it in a pretty simple, again, simple finish a lot, not as simple as uh, Jong's, but still pretty simple finish but the move was made uh, by, by, by Quack um, Jorginho they, yeah, uh, is, he now your, is he now your first choice Brazilian? Yeah, because you started like, with Ricardo, didn't you? At the start yeah, of the season. They, they have three Brazilians, they have Jorginho Ricardo Bueno and they have another one who like doesn't really seem to play that very often. Ricardo Opsayo. Ricardo, no, yeah, Ricardo Opsayo. <laughs> Ricardo, no very good eye of. Jorginho um, like, seems to be the one who they're choosing, I think, more often now. Like, he, he gets himself in really good positions. It's really easy to see why his YouTube video like montage is, is, has amazing goals. Because he gets himself in positions to like, sh- like score these like, fantastic... Does it have a lot of... Pictures of him like taking shots and not showing you where they ended up. Well, Alex has a lot of photos of him like wearing different tops. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And they have different facial hair as well. So I'm guessing it's been taken over a long time. Uh, but he he is kind of looking like the man who's going to be the one who's going to partner uh, when I you draw. The, the couple of times I saw Ricardo, I thought he looked pretty promising. They 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 just the three of them just like kind of average. Like was it a they, buy one get one free. Um, I think it must have been. I mean, well, they got buy two get the third free or third like, half prices. It was it? seen as a little bit strange. I mean, it, it, it does certainly look like uh, Kim Hak Bum's only signing of the season. They, they, the only one he was actually interested in signing was uh, Kim Do Hyun. But he went out of his way to sign him. He said, "When I was your manager, like in the past, I made you a great player. Uh, I know how to play, and I can make you a great player again." Which he has done. I mean, to be fair, he's. An amazing captain. Um, so so he, he concentrated all his efforts on that, and then he just said, one, one, of the, one of the girls in the office, get us three Brazilians. Three Brazilians, yeah. yeah. 
and she misunderstood. Um, <laughs> spent and, all the money. <laughs> I spent all the money, and three guys arrived. Uh, and we're like, eh, that's not quite what we meant. Um, like Park, Park John Yuck uh, was booked in the last minute for uh, time wasting. I was really sad he didn't get sent off for time wasting because he'd have missed the next game. Although I'm saying that, I mean, that's, that's kind of that's bizarre. Time wasting at one each basically means Songnam must have been quite happy then to take a draw. I think what happened was like Songnam should probably have won it. But then when it got down to like maybe five minutes to go, I think they were a little bit conscious of the last time when um, Suwon went 2 1 up with a few minutes left. Mm. Granted, um, Jeparov scored an amazing equaliser, but I think it got to a point where just n- they just didn't want to lose it. Um, it was definitely, they deserved probably to get uh, the three points, but as I said, I mean, going to Suwon. Um, they haven't lost there now in like four years um, or something and I think it was a point that Songnam needed on the table it gives a little bit of distance gap between them and Incheon that they can afford to lose um, like tomorrow and Incheon probably won't overtake them uh, to be honest Um, so it gives them a little bit of gap hopefully they can maybe build on that maybe get a a couple of victories and actually start seeing themselves go back up the table again and Suwon, both of the Brazilians were left out of the starting 11. Santos came on, Leo didn't. Yep, uh, Santos came on, uh, as, as I said in the red button, he looked like a shade of the man he was last year. And this was a guy who like, last year was running rampage in the league, I mean he was the top goal scorer. He wasn't running rampage, but I think everyone thought that, that buying Leo to partner him as opposed to Roger would, be, would have been... Um, would have helped him, but it seems to have not helped him at all. Gaio was missing as well. Uh, I guess, I guess you can't. Partnership's not going to be much great if it's uh, holding hands on the bench, really, though, is it? Yeah, but I mean, he, that's the thing. Like the manager uh, has really been focused on like John Tesey as a spearhead, like with Young Ki Hyung behind him. Yeah, but you'd, you'd have thought missing Young, one of the Brazilians yeah. would have started. Yeah, well, yeah. as I said, I guess Gaio, that's why you end up with a one-each draw against uh, Songnam. I mean, I mean, Gaio was completely missing. I'm assuming he's injured. Um, but for me, if you're going to choose a foreigner, you would choose Leo. The guy was playing for Sihan for three years. The mm. guy was scoring goals regularly in the Swiss league. I don't really get why he's been such a flop. When he should have actually been he a was, He was your tip, wasn't he? He was my tip, yeah. So I think we know why he's been a flop. Huang <laughs> Yi Joe's been fantastic, and he was also my tip. <laughs> um, but I really did think Leo was going to like be a pretty, have a pretty sweet season. But he's he, he said a poor one, and not getting off the bench against um, Songnam was quite was yeah. quite surprising. Although I guess they had to do everything in their power to bring on uh, Judas, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> and only only seven and a half thousand at the game. Not exactly an impressive turnout. Is that? I guess most of that's Mers related, but um, uh, one fans maybe getting a bit turned I mean, off as well by not winning and not really being in anything. I mean, I was surprised at a six pm kickoff on a Saturday night. Um, I mean, that's before they they have to drive their sisters to the special Noribangs. So like, I was really surprised that, that there weren't more Suwon fans there. I know we did that last that joke last week as well. I'll keep doing it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, you know, it's also. I mean, I, I was really surprised. I mean, like, there was the same number of of Songnam fans as normal at Suwon. Like, there was maybe a few less, but definitely, like, it was a pretty reasonable a, a reasonable sized number. Um, but the main difference was in the in the Suwon Ultras end, 
I think I sent you guys a photograph. We can discuss that in a minute about what I sent you a photograph of. Uh, but the whole right-hand side of that end was empty. Uh, and usually that full end is full. But it was like pretty, pretty empty, yeah? So yeah, it's, I mean, you'd normally think at least 15, maybe 20,000 yeah. at a, a Su Won Song game. Seven and a half, yeah. It was guess. surprising. But as we entered the stadium... Uh, we were all. Maybe they just knew you were coming, Mark. Yes. That's a man. Yeah, they're like, run away. He's begging the chicken. But as we went to the stadium, like, uh, we were. We had a temperature taken. Yeah. And we were ordered to sanitise our hands. Uh, and we were advised to wear a face mask. Uh, always given to us. Uh, I entered the stadium twice, as I discussed earlier, I had to go and buy some beer. The second time I wasn't sanitised. <laughs> And more reason one. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you tried it entering a, an EPL ground with a big face mask on. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it was and, like and ask them where the hand sanitizer is. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'll, like I mean, I walk in and the girl was like, mask her, and I was like, why wear a mask? I, I, I want to shout abuse at your players. Maybe that's why they. <laughs> Maybe that's why they were going to give him a mask. Yes. <laughs> or, or she just took one look at your face and went, mask. She's like, mask. <laughs> um, she said, no, it's Mark. 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 Oh, I never thought about that. Uh, I was serious in the weekend, which was quite funny because they, I, I, I was serious for whatever I might have had. But as the as the beer stall was not open, I was allowed to go out and buy six beers and two bottles of soju and come back in again. Did, did, did the <laughs> and not be serious. Did the person who was taking your temperature also have the latex gloves on, right? So it's like, I'm going to search you now. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny because she Just was really... you were hiding mares about your person. <laughs> like, she was really short. So I had to like actually bend down like really low to get to get like scanned by her, and I just kind of thought I'm okay, though. But obviously she hadn't got your temperature going, so yeah. Well, that that was what was funny because then I left to go and get beer uh, on the permission of the security guard, which is got to be the greatest thing ever. I ran because I was really missed kickoff, so I ran to the big board, grabbed six beers, ran back. So I was at that point in time sweating. Uh, and as I got to go in, the girl's like, oh, kabang, sirji. And the guy who let me go is like, Andy, Quintanayo, that guy's gone for beer. He told you he was going for beer. Um, and they kind of like, kind of sniggered between each other and, and, and I went with six beers and two bottles of soju. Much to the delight of everyone in the stadium around me. But it was a, it was a great, it was a, it was a great atmosphere. Um, it was good fun, there was a lot of singing, a lot of dancing. Uh, a bunch of Addisies came down and turned it in a bit of a carnival as well. So it was it was really good fun. And um, it was just a shame that that we didn't get the three points, which we probably justified. Okay, and did you want to mention the... The Flug Reich flag? <laughs> uh, Canna, is that okay? Yeah. Um, there's no doubt that it was an Iron Cross. They can call it anything they want. They can fob off their support the same way they did last year or two years ago by saying they were just supporting Germany's movement through Europe just like they do through the ACL or whatever their excuse was. But this one was literally just a third Reich Iron Cross. Uh, they said it's the first Reich or something like that. The Prussian first Reich or That's what they said last whatever time. Whatever yeah. they say. But it's the Iron Cross. The Iron Cross it's the exact same symbol as the Iron Cross that the SS wore on their necks whenever they were made into the SS. They can simply want. They can claim us anything else that they want. They can come on the podcast as well if they want. 
No, um, we can't. They can't. <laughs> um, but no, but I mean, seriously, they, I have no idea why they have that flag. And I think probably, I don't really go on the forum a lot, but I think I might go on tomorrow and actually see if there's any Suwon fans that are willing to answer why they have that flag. I'm not sure they exist, foreign Suwon fans. I'm not uh, sure they go to games. You'd have to actually ask the fans who've actually got the flag, mm. I guess. You can't always say that just because one guy's got a flag and a bunch of supporters that everybody it else was, there agrees I with mean, it. But it was a I huge flag. Can if if uh, he brings the flag and they don't tell him to put it away. Well, in which case, then, we'll ask Mark about several you, Celtic you, fans. You can get... No, seriously. <laughs> it's in the centre of the Ultra fans. You can, I mean, you can guarantee, difference. if I walked into the North Stand at Seoul and brought out a rising sun flag, people would soon tell me to put it away. I mean, it was... But if a guy at the other side of the stadium brought out um, some kind of third-right flag, would you walk all the way around and say, excuse me, please put that flag away, but I don't like it? it? Had the flag been in any other... Pip- position, apart from centre goal, I would have said, you, you may have a point there. If they haven't been on the right-hand side or the left-hand side, whatever. The fact that there was only a few thousand fans there, fine. Let's see maybe next time that they go to a game that maybe John Book has come there in a couple of weeks, eh? or maybe when they play solo game down there, see if the flag's still there. But definitely, uh, it was centre piece at the goal. And it was something that... Um, uh, Why com- it was there, I have no idea. Will you be but coming to the super match in a couple of weeks or not? I'll be at the one in Seoul, yeah. I probably won't so go to another one in Seoul. If one. they bring it up to Seoul and wave it around the super match, we can head up to the, the wire at least. It, and I mean, it is, a, it is a bizarre choice of flag. I can't, I can't believe for a second that there's a handful of Korean Seoul supporters who are secretly neo Nazis. <laughs> no, I don't think so. so. It's, just, think it's just one of these bizarre things that they've well, seen it somewhere a, and thought, as I, as I said, we'll do that. As I said, I think it's the same as two years ago. Like two years ago, it was explained. Because at the time, actually, avid podcast listener Ken Kenny, who will be on next week if you want to ask him, uh, complained about it on Facebook a lot. And I actually thought he was... I didn't actually agree that it, that, it, that it was offensive. And it was a small cross at the top right-hand side of a flag. But at the time, they, they defended it by saying it was in respect of Germans' movement in the First World War through Europe or something, blah, 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 blah. And actually, the German Institute, which is the Gothi Institute on Namsan, came out and said, we don't associate and we don't like that kind of flag, blah, 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 blah. we've tried very hard. And there was a lot of mm. comments made. So it went away. But for some reason, it's come back, and I don't really understand why. And it's huge as well. I mean, it's a, it's a massive flag. massive flag, yeah. yeah. It's a massive flag, and I have no idea. It's the first time I've seen it. I've been at a couple of games this season, maybe like four or five Super one games. It's the first time I've seen it. So I'm kind of hoping it was just a one-off and that it won't be there again. Whenever I see these things, I'm always tempted to think it's just some guy who's like, I like the colours, it's pretty. I'm it going to be. wave that, it and they be. just don't know any of the... I mean, any better behind I mean, anything I mean, behind it. Be. Alright, back to football. It was K-League uh, Challenge. There was two rounds, two full rounds of K-League Challenge. So I guess we should do a quick sum up of them before we, we move on and talk about whatever we're talking about this week. So the K-League Challenge, I was at the two Seoul Elan games. Uh, we were away at Chungju on the Wednesday night. We got a 2-1 win. And we were away at Anyang on Saturday. We got a 1-0 win. Just about. So you are confidently predicting two wins by a goal margin of naught to sort of fifty or. Yeah. What happened? We got two wins by a goal margin of naught to fifty. By a goal margin of one. Well, that's that's six wins in the row for us now, which is pretty good. 
And it's the same as Sangju. But anyway. No, I think I think it's only five for Sangju. Is it five for Sangju? Yeah, I think Sangju have got a draw in there. Ah, okay. So but the grudge the grudge game's coming up soon, right? Well Sangju are coming up, yeah, we'll talk about that I guess later. Sangju's coming up on Saturday. <coughs> That's the the first versus second. Actually, in both games, Elon were not that impressive. Um, particularly in the first half. We seem to have a thing now where we start games really slowly. Mm. Uh, against Chungju we were one nil down after six minutes and to be honest could have been two down potentially even three down um, for whatever reason all of the slick passing and the fast movement and all that stuff that we've been doing recently just wasn't working at all um, and, and Chungju the first ten minutes were really looking quite dangerous um, we were a wee bit fortunate I think just before half time um, we gave him a bit of the Bobby and Bobby got his first goal for the club ah sweet so it was 40, 42 minutes I think Rob, Robbie Cullen got up 42, 42 minutes slotted it in one each so we went in at half time against Chungju level that, and then that's the psychologically important goal just before half time yeah it's psychologically important but also I mean I don't we didn't really deserve it we, we, we hadn't really threatened that much we, it was very scrappy the game after after the first 10 minutes it just kind of was, was really really scrappy and we uncreated many chances um, so I think we are a bit lucky to get that goal Second half, as we always seem to do these days, we came out a lot stronger. We looked as if we knew what we were suddenly mm. doing. Um, the passing was working, and you could kind of feel as if it was building up, it was building up, it was building up towards something. Um, but then the goal just never came. And then Jumengu. And then right at the death, it was really, I think, uh, normally what we've been doing the last few games is um, Ryan Johnson comes on with about 20 minutes, 15 minutes to go. Um, and gives us something a bit different because mm. basically nobody knows what he's going to do, least of all him. So, so it's, it's just, yeah, oh God, what's he doing now? Oh, right. Oh, he's over there. Oh, oh, we've scored. Excellent. <laughs> so I think he came on. He came on really late this time. We were all shouting, like, where's Johnson? Where's Johnson time? And he came on with about two or three minutes to go. And then 30 seconds on the pitch, first touch, nods it back to Jim Q, six yards from goal, who just nods it in the 89th minute winner. Points stolen, thank you very much. We'll go back up to Seoul. So, like, you have three foreigners in your team, yeah? But one seems to be dropped now, you don't play them anymore? Well, we've got... Um, one of them's injured, right? One of them's injured. So there's Carlisle Mitchell, the, yeah. the centre-half, who's been injured for the last month. Okay. Um, and, yeah, we don't... Ryan Johnson started as the kind of first-choice centre-forward, but he, when he starts games, he hasn't been that impressive. So he's become more of a kind of impact sub the last 20 minutes. Okay. So Tarabai, who hadn't been playing, is a you know the kind of Brazilian centre forward who's actually been pushed out wide left now, and I think I, th- I don't think that's helped us because I think he was much more effective through the middle, but I think because Jumin Q's been scoring so many goals, mm. uh, Martin Rennie's pushed him to be the kind of centre forward, which has meant Tarabai's had to go out wide left, um, and then Bobby Cullen plays wide right effectively. And for whatever reason, it, it's not as pretty as it has been. It's not as effective as it has been. But we're still winning games, so we're not going to complain too much. Oh, what a goal! What a sweet goal by... Was that Son? Son Young-min. Son Young-min, yeah. yeah. Son Young-min, free kick. Was that 66 minutes? 66 minutes 66 gone, 66 yeah. minutes, 2-0. You'd have thought they'd have been more ahead than that by now against yeah. Myanmar. But I guess a win's a win. They haven't really looked that impressive, but... Uh, that was a pretty, that was a pretty sweet goal by uh, Mr. Bundesliga himself. 
right footed free kick for yeah. about four. Oh, go give us the goalkeeper. Jung it. He's Jung it. He's Jung it. I think they've definitely put Jung in goals. He's only gone and Jung it. He's only gone and Jung it. It almost looks as if he's dived out the way of that. Oh, he's, that's a terrible goal. Sorry, son. <laughs> <laughs> you my original idea of you still sticks. Um, I still don't know how you get a girl's day, son. No. Oh, oh, she dumped him immediately, didn't she? <laughs> for a while, at least for two weeks. You know I, mean? I wouldn't mind a girl's day for two weeks and then be dumped immediately with you, Mark. <laughs> or a sister. Based <laughs> on the photos that were posted today. Indeed. Um, um, oh, yeah, I have to say, I mean, like, it's great about girls' day, it's great about girls' day. Every day of the week when it's not a secret. That, that, that goalie there reminded me, do you remember the old... The old days of the, the, the Commodore 64s and the ZX Spectrums, <laughs> when you play football Stay games, and they could only do straight up or left and right, and basically the goalie's just gone straight up and it's gone slightly, slightly at an angle. It kind of reminds me of playing football manager these days, when the computer always cheats you out of a point somewhere. Like you're winning, like you're beating Rangers 5 0 in, in the Scottish Cup final, and they get like seven penalties and win 7 5. Is that for the SFA authenticity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess. So you went to, uh, so that was the Chungju game. That was uh, the Chungju game. Eloquently yeah. summed up. Tell us about the Anyang game. Very similar, actually, very similar. Um, started the game quite slowly, started it quite poorly. The passing wasn't really connecting, not a lot going on. Anyang were getting chances, but Anyang up front are absolutely dreadful. Um, their finishing is awful. The, the final ball is is terrible. Defensively, they're reasonably solid. They're quite a hard team to break down, quite a hard team to beat. But up front, nothing at all. And that, I th- that that's why they're bottom in the league. They just don't score enough goals. They don't create enough chances. I, could, I, I keep it wrong, but I think two like Anyang's main Korean striker is maybe Ansan Police that signed you. I think I'm sure he moved there. Could at, could be at yeah. the end of last season. I'm sure. Can't remember his name, but I remember he scored against Butchon, and I was there. Uh, that's all I remember is that yeah. he was he was the main I mean, striker. I don't know if they were maybe given a bit of a, an extra boost by the fact that they were coming off the back of a five-one defeat from Sangju, so maybe yeah. maybe they were giving it an extra ten percent. Like we're not going to get beat today again, but um, they were. I mean, they, were, they pretty much matched us certainly for the first half. They were probably the better side in the first half. Their goalie was excellent second half. There was two or three times where he pulled out just amazing stops. Uh Q, I think, had a couple of shots. So it was just like, all right, the goalie's actually done something. And it was just, uh, the whole game was just kind of trailing off. We're like, all right, that's the end of the winning run. Nil-nil, we'll go back. All yeah. right, never mind. And I don't, I still don't really know what happened. Ryan Johnson, I think, kind of, a slight tap of somebody's foot and kind of stumbled. Turned and took a shot, which the defender blocked, and then we were all like, "Oh God, we've missed another chance!" And then suddenly the referee blew his whistle and pointed at the spot. Uh, so was it ball by a hand? Maybe was it a hand ball? I, or? I don't. I think it was. I think it was for a trip on Ryan Johnson, but um, it was very soft. It was very soft. Um, if I'd been an Anyang fan, I would still be swearing about it right now. Um, but Tarabai stepped up, put the ball in the spot, fired at home. But also, if you had been an Anyang fan, you would blame an FC Seoul for it as well, yeah? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, so, I mean... I mean, it, but, uh, it was a strange one, because the referee hadn't given us anything for the whole game. There'd been a few a few quite crunching challenges in the midfield. A couple of times when our guy had been chopped down, um, and it was just play on, and not even a yellow card or anything given. So it wasn't as if the referee was really favouring us, but it just mm. at that last minute he decided... I don't know again if he had a coupon on, um, but he just thought that's a penalty. 
How was Austin Berry? Good friend of the podcast. Austin Berry, uh, he, does, he, does, he does well at the back. He's quite a solid defender. Um, one thing I do notice, he seems he seems a little bit kind of disconnected from the rest of the team. I don't know if it's the language barrier, yeah. but he almost seems to be maybe doing his own thing. I don't know if that's uh, impacting. But defensively, they're a pretty good side. He is um, their only. He's, just a, up he's their only foreigner. Well, yeah. they've got another American guy. Um, it's, I can't remember. It's Moses. Something Moses or Moses something. I think he's from the Middle East. And he's from the Middle East. I thought, no, I thought he was. Did he not come from the MLS? I think he might be parting. Part in the Red Sea somewhere right now because obviously I've missed the gag. <laughs> obviously, obviously he's part in the Purple Sea as well. What we've seen, yeah, for everyone else. He's, but got, he's got a burning bush from going up the hill. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't think he's ever actually played. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure he was brought in from MLS. I'm sure he's an American guy. I don't know if he was just caught brought in to keep Austin Berry company. Um, or to have somebody for Austin to talk to, but uh, I don't think he's played at all. Yeah, um, he, he probably didn't play because uh, Drew was playing. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, Austin very acknowledge you at any point during the? I know you've been talking with him on um, SNS, but did he? Uh, no, I think I think he was busy during the game. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so maybe a, oh, Stevie, oh, God, it's one now. He's coming over to give it a chat. But, I mean, I, I, spoke to him, a I spoke to him a couple of times since. I was quite surprised. He seemed to be quite philosophical about the penalty. He was more or less, ah, oh, it's one of those 50-50 things that sometimes refs give it, sometimes they don't. Mm. Um, and I noticed today, apparently the Anyang manager's been relieved of his duties. Yeah, so it seems so, yeah. I don't know what impact that'll have on the team or... If Austin will be pleased about that or concerned about that, given that... Or whether we need to get a, the, uh, the Sam Gipsall date in with him quickly before he's shipped off back to the US for the mid-season break. Yeah, possibly, although I think I think he's done really I think he's done really well. He's been one of those guys that appears quite often in the teams of the week, so yeah, he does I think he's established team. himself as a, a decent centre-half. Um, unlike, unlike the Myanmar centre halves right now, <laughs> who had established themselves as nothing like a decent centre half. Yeah. Well, they could wow, probably still horrendous. do a job for the Martyrs, who conceded another 20 odd goals. Yeah. 27, 28 goals at the weekend. The Martyrs, it was a, it was a 28 0 weekend home. for them at home against Gimpo, I think, Gimpo Citizen. But they did, they, apparently, they did start the game without a recognised goalkeeper, so. But that's it's okay. not that's not unusual for them. So what about the other challenge games? The other yeah. challenge games. I mean, I guess before we get onto the, I got two questions for you, if you don't mind. All right, two questions. So based on my sort of first question, no, you can't have Jumin Q. Keep your hands off him. No, I, I, first question is based on your summing up of each game. Martin Rennie's basically picking the same starting eleven and doing the same substitution at the same point, which was basically what Che was doing a couple of years ago. Is that, is that a fair reflection, or is he doing a bit of r- rotation? More or less, there is a. I mean, the games are kind of going along a, a, a pattern now. I think one of the things is he doesn't have a lot of options. Mm. Uh, we've got a few injuries. We've lost two or possibly even three fullbacks. So Kim Jae Sung, who normally would be the kind of midfield generals, had to drop back to right back. Um, Bobby now seems to have established himself as the third forward. Ryan Johnson seems to have established himself as the guy who comes on with 15 or 20 minutes to go. Um, there's not, I don't think there's a lot that he can do. Um, the one guy that he's kind of got that he can bring on is E.J. Ann, the guy that used to be at Kyongnam, but um, he, doesn't really, he doesn't really make a lot mm. of impact when he comes on, so there's not a hell of a lot of uh, changes. I'm guessing maybe 
when it comes 1st of July, he might be looking to add a couple of bodies. Because I think he doesn't have a lot on the bench other than Ryan Johnson that he can really bring on. Right. That he, th- he knows he can rely on. There's a, lot, there's a few university guys on the bench that he'll tend to bring on if you're 2 or 3 nil up yeah. to give him some game time. But if you're sitting at 0-0 nil nil or 1-0 nil down, he's not going to suddenly throw a university guy on for his, yeah. his, his, his second, third and fourth minutes of, of K-League football. So I think he's struggling a bit with a small squad. There's been a few injuries. But yeah, it's kind of there is a, there is a game plan now. Which is luckily working. When it stops working, that's when we'll start chatting for his head. The question is, is there a plan B of any sort? Well, at the minute, plan B seems to be bring on Ryan Johnson. and, and That's plan B, C, D, E and F. Here's the email Heskey of uh, Sol Eland. One minute he's running down the wing trying Cruyff turns against people. The next minute he's, he's in the middle of the box <laughs> failing, I mean. failing to... Uh, jump higher than his own height to, to not win a header. Okay, and the second... But he was a, you know, i got to say, Ryan was a class act. He did come all the way out of the bus after the game. He come and have his picture taken with us and gave us a bit of chat. So, um, All the boys there, uh, Martin, Dan Harris, Brian Irvin, uh, Ryan Johnson, they're all great with the fans. They're, they'll quite happily spend plenty of time mm. with them after the game, take pictures, sign shirts, sign autographs. Uh, as we say, there was even a couple of guys came out of the bus after they'd got in and got their headphones on to come and have a chat again. So they're doing well in that regard. Um, they're all good blokes. Uh, the second question I have is about how many got, how many fans you guys are taking away. So I know for the Chungju trip you went by public transport. Was, yeah. there, was there an away, like a fan bus, a supporter bus organised? No, there wasn't a supporter bus for that game, I don't know. Um, there wasn't a great turnout, there was maybe 30 or 40, but that's not a bad turnout for a K-League away game. On a midweek, especially mm. if you have to make your own way. To make your own way, yeah. yeah. Um, so thirty or forty, I would say at Chungju, um, Anyang. I'd say well, that's, that's enough for a bus, right? Chungju's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they didn't organise a bus. Uh, I don't know if they just thought there wouldn't be much interest, or they just never quite got round to it. I know they've, they've organised buses. Surely you do what Tejan do. You you say hit sign up for the bus, and if if you only get five people, you you cancel it at the last mm. minute and leave everybody stranded. Yeah, well, that's why they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, for the for the Anyang game, again, there wasn't a supporter bus, but you didn't really need it on the subway. Yeah. I'd say there was probably 150, maybe 150, something like that, 150 to 200 fans. So it was a good turnout at Anyang. Um, and a, and a, a wide range of like families, single guys. A pretty wide range. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that there's at least one or two groups of Eland employees at games. Um, there's a group that's even turned up now that started singing baseball songs. I don't know where they've come from, um, but again, they could be Eland employees or yeah. whatever, um, supporting their supporting their corporate yeah. team. Have you seen that player's girlfriend from the Koyang game? No. Seriously. Although I did see which game was it? Butchon Tarabai's girlfriend was there, um, sitting by herself, and I didn't go along and say hello because I thought probably I thought probably I'd probably get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was probably invisible. <laughs> That's, that's the limit of my questions for you. That's the limit of your questions, alright. So I guess we should do a quick summary of the other games. <coughs> um, Sangju beat everybody that came near them. Although um, their second game... Pretty big as well, yeah. They scored, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a 5-1 win at Anyang. They just absolutely steamrolled Anyang. Mm. Um, 3-0 up by half-time or something? Oh, I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. I think it was, I think it was like 3-0 up after 20 minutes or something. 20 minutes, 20 minutes yeah. or something like that. Um, absolutely steamrolled Anyang. That's a, that's a surprise because Anyang have been defensively pretty good. 
as well. And then <coughs> the Chungju match, I don't know if you saw it, but it was it seemed to be played in the Olympics yeah, women's it was incredible, yeah. How how that game was not called off is beyond me, I mean. No, I mean if you get the chance to, to see the the highlights on, on Facebook or whatever, check it out. But it is players splashing around yeah. kind of duck pond sized puddles in the middle of the penalty area. It's it's one of those, those, one those games where you kick the ball and it goes like three metres then stops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And falls straight to the opposition striker who <laughs> sticks it in the net. Um, but I yeah, mean, again, I guess it was the same for you'd assume it's the same for both, both teams, teams yeah, unless yeah. Unless that massive puddle on the six-yard box got bigger in the second half for whichever team was... Uh, the only thing I can think is, maybe it wasn't in the Army, but it was the Navy SEALs that yeah, yeah. up or something to you this time. <laughs> yeah, the SBS. Yeah. But they certainly... It didn't seem to stop them scoring... What was it? 4-0? 4-0? 4, -nil, 4, -nil, 4 -nil, yeah. Chengdu, 4 yeah. So, again, the Army the army right now look pretty unstoppable. I suppose the, the one thing we've got to look forward to is when they lose half their squad and... September, October. So, so September, what you got to be is yeah. be within touching distance come September, October. Yeah, so I think I, th I think we're what, seven points behind now with a game in hand. Um, if we can keep it to that kind of distance, there's a chance to make. There's a chance that because the army always do their traditional slump towards the end of the season when they lose half their half their squad. So I think if you're within half a dozen points, you'll probably do it. If you're within ten points, yeah, maybe do it. <coughs> if it's more than ten, it's probably going to be tough. Yeah. But it's well, good I mean, that last year, they, even when they were in the uh, Kaylee Classic, they, they were still pulling the odd result out towards the end of the season. But yeah. uh, well, I mean, they've, they've, they're still going to have a handful of players, weren't they? So, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if they. I mean, like some of the players I know are have just arrived, like uh, Park Jun Po, yeah, from Songnam, like. Uh, Sang Hyup, I think it is from Pusan. Yeah. They, they've just arrived, so they'll be there. Yeah, they, they, they still have a hardcore of good players, so they're always going to get a result. But I think just when it gets to that point when they lose, some of the players they lose yeah. half their squad. Basically, they don't have as many people to to, to pick from, um, and they, they they lose a bit of their shape and what, yeah. whatever they built up over the season. So well, the big one was when they lost um, the the guy whose name I never remember. You know, yeah, you know. I mean, that's when and he went. Said he went to Osai, back to Osai, and he went to the Middle East. And that kind of like. Killed her, killed her season a little bit, I guess, after that. Yeah. See, uh, Daegu have picked up a couple of victories as well. Are they still in with a shout? Still in with a sniff, you think? They seem to be. I mean, it's again, it's, with Daegu, it's all about the Brazilians. If the Brazilians are scoring, they, they do quite well. If the Brazilians don't score, they really don't have much else. So they beat the police 3-0 yesterday. It was a Monday night game, and it was two goals from Serginho and one from Leo. Um, and then they weren't playing. Off midweek, were they? They were off midweek, yes. Mm. So, yeah, Diego are still in with it, but given that they've slipped up, um, there's, there's a wee bit of a gap there between the, the top two uh, and the rest, starting to open up, particularly in terms of the form. But you need to be, for the playoffs, it's second, third and fourth, right? It's second, third and fourth, so the playoffs are fourth will play third, and then th the winner of that plays second, and then the winner of that plays Please. second bottom of the... Yeah. Busan, as the as the unknown. So you would you would imagine that over two games, Elan would be probably definitely be Busan. You would think, yeah. Yes, yes, you would based on based on current Busan, form. Incheon, maybe be Incheon, maybe. I mean, ba ba based on the based on the way we can play, I'd fancy us to beat anybody in the the bottom half of the. 
You wouldn't the be classic. Solomon. There's no chance. Okay. No sign. That would be amazing. Solomon <laughs> beat Elam in the playoffs. We'll watch it live here and have an arm wrestling contest. The one the that everybody's time. looking for is the Soul Derby. That's what we want to get. So, uh, why? That, I mean, that, that potentially should happen next season, yeah? Um, did, uh, did, did the Anyang fans give you any jip when, as a sort of pseudo soul or there wasn't that they didn't care no they didn't give us any jip there wasn't that many there I think the, I think the attendance was just about a thousand um, and it was raining so it was fairly quiet um, so the way the way the league is at the moment you've got sort of the top five are one group and then the bottom six are another yeah. group right so yeah. <clears throat> if we're talking about you need to get into the top four or you need to get into second but or through to fourth to get into the playoffs so the other two contenders apart from Tego are Suwon and Koyang how did they get on in the last two rounds Suwon lost to Kyongnam uh, in the midweek game, and they weren't playing at the weekend. At the weekend, so I mean, uh, t- t- to be honest, the way things seem to be shaping up is Sangju and, and Seoul are are winning everything. Touchwood, um, and then the rest of the teams are very up and down. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's there's 40 games to play in this league. Even Anyang are not out of a playoff spot yet. Because they could easily, in the second half of the season, come back and win three or four games in the trot um, and be right back up in the, in the mix again. Um, but Suwon Su- won, uh, Su- lost their game um, that they had. Goyang won one and lost one, I think. They, they beat Kangwon and they lost to Buchon with our good friend Piranha scoring a late penalty. Fantastic. So you, you said that Kyungnam beat Suwon, right? So they're sort of starting to turn it around now, are they? Up, up to six, I see. They're up to six. They seem to have climbed up the table without actually putting together too much form. They, but again, they between... They've got one win in five games. They've got you've got four teams there with a... Well, three t- three teams on 16 points and one yeah. team on 15 points, so... They're, they're, looking, they're looking better nowadays, Kyungnam, but again... Um, you would have expected them at home to beat Kangwon at the weekend, but they got a nil-nil draw. So um, I don't think I don't think certainly Kyungnam are going to be competing for the top two or three spots. Maybe if they can, I, I think for the bottom six teams, the question is maybe whether they can find a goal scorer in the in the July window. Yeah. If, if one of those teams can find somebody that scores goals regularly, um, they'll probably start climbing up the table. I guess that rules out Ansan then, because they'll not be able to go and sign a Brazilian. Yeah, but I guess Ansan is probably they're they're sitting in seventh at the moment, also on sixteen points, and then in eighth you've got Pujol. There's two teams: one who's probably doing a lot worse than you might have thought, and one who's doing better. So Ansan, they were challenging for the playoffs. Did they get into the playoffs last year, or they they just missed out? But they were there or thereabouts most of the season, weren't they? And this season they're not doing well at all because clearly draw too many. Yeah. Uh, what the last two? They, they go draw with Puchon and 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 you said they got beat by Tegu yesterday. So yeah. And then Puchon obviously draw with Ansan and then they beat Koyang at the weekend. So yeah. Well, th- the thing with Ansan and you see the same for Kyongnam and Puchon as well. They don't have somebody to score goals. They've got 12 goals in 14, 15 games. Um, they don't have somebody that can score for them. The problem with the police is they they can't go out and sign somebody. Yeah. You know, they've just got to take what they get, and it seems like. Thank you for taking the best. It seems like this year, yeah, they've not got somebody that can actually score goals, so maybe they'll just have to wait till next year and see if they get somebody different. Who's up okay. for the police next year? It's because they lost uh, Chong Zhuge back to Seoul, right? He was their main yeah. striker for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe it'll be your man. Wang Yijou? 
Wangy Joe, is he up? Is he up for the call? No oh, idea. Oh, 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 how did I have no that? idea, but I mean, like, Wangy Joe's, he's 22, so it's a bit early, I think, for him going to... No doubt about it. And San Ansang, Joe will be looking to see if Juman Q's done his service yet. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Wangy Joe's way too early to be going yet, I think. He'll probably try and get a move overseas. Yeah. As opposed to, like, going into... But, I mean, at the end of the day, like... He's, he's probably never going to make a, a team, in, a Korean team that's ever actually going to win anything. So I think all these young guys these days, that when you look at them, it's like, you know, they're probably not looking, thinking, we can win the Olympic Games, we can win the Asian Cup, we can, we can get to a semi-final of a World Cup or something. So maybe more than more do the the old Ikenho uh, route and just go to the army or the or the police. Pretty quickly. Is, is Chong Song wrong exempt? Jung will be because of the Olympics. He, he, he was in the Olympics team, yeah. Chung Park and Key. I wish he was playing for the army this year. <laughs> <laughs> the army would have said, no, we don't want him. Please, so we don't yeah, want him. Chung Park and Key. He's been digging somewhere in Kangwon, don't worry. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's, well. J- We've done this, this league a bit differently. So instead of going game by game, we've sort of done positions in the league. So just to round it out, you've got Chengdu in ninth, Kangwon in 10th, and then Anyang in 11th. But I think we've talked about their matches. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that's rounded up all the games. Certainly all the ones worth talking about, if not all of them. Um, it's looking exciting. they get a big one coming up at the weekend. Sangju versus Seoul. That's the one to be at, um, at Jamshil. You can so. do your previews now. We can do it, I'm okay. Alright, yeah, so looking at the previews then, uh, the big one in the challenge at least is Seoul Eland taking on Sangju. Um, first versus second, everything they play for. Seoul Eland really could do a win in that one. Obvious thing to say, but I don't know. The way we've been playing, I'm not, I'm not confident. Um, and the way Sangju have been playing as well, given that they've scored yeah. nine in the last couple of games. Um, hopefully Lee Jung Hyup will come back from Bangkok with some niggling groin injury um, or niggling groin itch or something that keeps him out for a, a few days anyway. I mean, you have to say that, that looking at the fixtures coming up as well, you're at home to Sanju, which is, as you said, that you really have to be winning. Then you're away to the police, yeah, which again is a game that you'd be looking to win. Well, at the same time, Sanju are away to Suwon. This is a game that they could potentially lose, yeah? So if you were to beat Sanju and beat the police, you we could actually see yourself... We're going to go this way again, are we? Like, talking about mythical six-point swings. But you could. It's a, it's a massive six-point swing in the next two games. Plus we've got a game in hand, so... Yeah, so it is something that you could see yourself back, like, really kind of close to them, if not above them, amazingly, like, yeah. over, over the next I, couple of games. I think this, this should be a really good one. If, yeah. if anybody's looking for a game to go to, seven o'clock... Jamshill, Saturday night, um, it should be a good one. Two good teams who've won, well they've both won their, won their last five matches, I think we've won six, I think Sangju won five, um, so they're both on form, it's a, a big clash of the titans, it's a, it's been billed as Rennie's man, Ju Min Q versus Stilika's man, yeah. Lee Jung Hyup, um, yeah. should be a really, really good game, probably better than any game that you'll See in the classic, maybe other than the super matchy or or Songnam every week. Yeah, I guess. Um, is it possible to just rock up and buy tickets? It is. 
It is possible okay. to just rock up and buy tickets. 12,000 won will get you in. Might not get you out again, but it'll get you it'll in. It'll get you in. Okay. That may be a potential meet-up for that one. I do have to be home by half past eight, though. <laughs> the next morning? <laughs> the next morning, half past eight Sunday morning? No, if, if I was going to, I would, have to I would probably bring the bring the message in if I can satisfy on a Thursday. <laughs> so you'd have to bring her then? I mean, as in terms of, like, on night out. Anyway, uh, other big games in the challenge? None at all. Uh, Daegu um, are taking on Butchon, which is the game we saw in reverse. Yep. Um, Daegu, I think, should get their revenge in that one. Should beat Butchon. You think um, so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Daegu... They think they've won their last two. Butchon, I know they won their last game, but Butchon look all over the place right now. Okay. Um, so I think Daegu should win that. Um, Kang won Su won City. All of these games in this league are completely unpredictable, so we're just doing the normal 48 shades thing and picking random numbers. Su won to win? Su won should beat Kang won. Yeah. That's maybe the game, though, where if there is a surprise, it would be that it'll one. be that one, I think. Okay. Um, Ansan Police versus Anyang has got draw written all oh, over it. Oh, you think it. so? I was going to say home win. Well, Anyang have drawn 8 of their 14. Ansan have drawn 7 of their 14. I'd like to think Anyang... I was going to say home win. <laughs> that doesn't change it for me <laughs> any at all. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd like to think Anyang might get uh, a win. Just because just I'd like to see them get a win. Okay. <laughs> they haven't done it since the start of the season. Yeah. But uh, no, I think that's I think that's got a 0-0 or a 1-1 okay. written all over it. And then Goyang. Goyang are the masters of a 1-0 victory. I think I'd go with that against yeah. Chung Yu. Yeah, you, you think so, yeah. Although the guy, the guy uh, Cho, Cho Suk Ji, who's on loan, I think, from Chonbuk, has been doing wonders for, for Chung Yu. He scored against us. I think he's he's scored about six goals or something now. So Chungyu have been been doing reasonably well, much better than expected. I think we all thought they were going to be you know, sitting table, on yeah. six <coughs> points by now doing a Dejon. Um but he seems to have made a difference for them. So I don't know if he's there for the whole season or whether Chunbuk or somebody else might steal him back um, in July. But he certainly he's looked a, an interesting striker for somebody. Okay, so that's that then. That's that then. That's your previews covered. We'll cover some other stuff and come back to the uh, important previews in a minute, shall we? We just did the important previews. So I guess since we've been sat here kind of watching the uh, Korea game, we should maybe do a quick round-up. The game's finished. Final score, Mark, was? Uh, 2-0 to Korea. A deserved 2-0 win? Um, they probably deserved it over the part of the, the majority of the game, I think, yeah. Um, I think they'd probably mostly play the better chances. Should probably have been a little bit more than two 0 Me and Mar are kind of this, this new is the team. Game this, the, yeah. the other week we said Myanmar are so poor that they should pick basically a reserve team to try players out. Yeah, and you can imagine maybe if, if, they, if they'd, they'd done that. Maybe if they picked some reserve players, they might have won four yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in the morning. Son Hyun Min might look back on his free kick and his standing there like Mr. Ronaldo arrogant yeah. uh, and realise it was actually the goalkeeper that, that actually scored it, not him. Uh, he might kind of feel a, a little bit daft in the morning. Um, I mean, they, Korea they are the kind of team that are uh, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. Like, uh, they never really like look that, in that respect, aren't they? Yeah, they never really look that great and they always 
kind of end up with scores like this. I think a 2 0 victory. At the end of the day, it's three, it's three points. points and that's that's what they wanted. It's not really going to come down to goal difference in the group, is it? Really? No. It's not going to be how many goals you scored away at Myanmar um, inside it. So, but yeah, just another one of those kind of eh, six out of ten performances for yeah, Korea. Yeah. That just again don't convince you about really? about Uli having what it takes to to do anything that the, the other, anybody else. The other can game do. in the group yeah. also finished Lebanon to Laos nil in Laos. So, so uh, Korea top of the group. Top of the group, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. Uli hasn't really, he doesn't really, really show anything that sets him apart from Hong Yongbo or from anyone else. And you just think to yourself, all that searching and all those, you know, like credentials and having to have led a team here and a team there. And they've ended up with the, the German Roy Hodgson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. They've ended up with the German Hong Yongbo, yeah, to be honest. So, yeah. I mean, the only, the only thing I can say is they do look a bit, a bit defensively. More organised, but up front they've, they've got all the same problems that they've, they've had. Did you watch any of the friendly the other day with against? You, you no, I missed it. I saw the score. I think I saw. saw the I saw the Yonki Hyun free kick, which was a good free kick. But again, I still say, well, what, what good's that going to do us in the long run? Are we going to pick take Yong to the next World Cup? Probably not. So that we know he can hit a free kick. We're going to. You don't have special teams in football, so. Uh, like he's not going to go to the World Cup. So what did what did Uli learn? He learned that if he needs a goal, he can always rely on Yom to score a free kick. Well, yeah, but him. did you see Yom's... It wasn't a free kick, but it was a shot from a free kickish position earlier, and it completely, like, 20 metres wide, so... I mean, I think... Not infallible. They're the 3-0 friendly. I mean, the UEE were a good team at the at the Asian Cup. It should have been a far closer, far was bigger it, was challenge. Was full-strength UEE side? Was uh, sure. Saisho Bob playing? He was, yeah. Was he, he played. No, I'm not sure he played the whole 90 minutes, but he's definitely started and played most of the game. But you feel that it maybe should have been that, that score in itself like, was a great score, but then they came out but a few days later and, draw, and, and went to now here. Yeah, but the, the UAE, right, they, they've also played a World Cup qualifier today and they've gone to East Timor and won 1 0. So they're yeah. obviously perhaps not as strong as yeah. we thought they were. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. There's a lot of uh, stronger sides playing minnows, and you never know. All they've got to do is win and get get three points. I mean, I think there was a few surprising results came up today. North Korea played Uzbekistan, and was the final. I know they scored four. They were four 0 up at one point. Four 0 up. They won four two. They won four two in the end, and then you said that Japan got a nil nil draw against Singapore. Against Singapore, mm-hmm. in Japan. And then Guam got their second win of the qualifying tournament with a two one win against India. They previously beat Tajikistan one nil. So Guam are going. To be the first team to qualify for the yeah, but 2018 World Cup. The, the, the thing is, like, the, this is their. It's only their second World Cup, right? Their, their, the first World Cup they tried to qualify for was 2002. They played two qualifying games and they conceded about 35 goals in those two games. So they've gone from being the martyrs to being. Yes, you saw. <laughs> so United. <laughs> so United. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, I think that like, it's hard to tell after only like a couple of games, but. Uh, I would have to say that um, it's, it's been interesting so far. I yeah, think. I think the Has it? it's been pretty dull so far. <laughs> I think the Korean uh, team just looked. I mean, given the same as Korean point of view, yeah. Yeah. Guam are the 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 Asian equivalent of someone like Liechtenstein. You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't expect them to win 
Yeah, I just I mean from a kind of from a Korean point of view, yeah. there's not yeah, there's nothing to get excited about, and I guess there's nothing I guess it's part of the part of the whole qualifying campaign though that they're just basically playing a bunch of minnows now for yeah. a, for a while. So there isn't a lot. Is it just a case of if you win the games, you win the games, um, and if you don't, you're in you're in big trouble. Yeah, uh, they could only really lose at this point in time from well, from Uli's point of view. He's not really got any credit for winning any of these matches, but if he does drop something. It'll be it'll be the the villain. Yeah, it's just like as you said. I mean, up front they still look to have the exact same problems that they had in the World Cup, the Asian Cup. Um, and you just don't see where yeah. where they're going to. I mean, I wouldn't see Uli really like his team getting destroyed by Algeria the way the way they did in the World Cup. Yeah. But, uh, again, you, still you would see them, them if, if they had that same group again under Uli, they would still go out. Yeah, definitely. They just wouldn't be yeah. embarrassed. They'd, yeah. they'd still go out. They'd probably I guess still finish last. Yeah, I mean, the, these World Cup qualifiers are, should be pretty straightforward. So I think the big test of um, Uri versus Hong Nungbo will be the, this summer's East Asian Federation Cup, which is Korea, Japan and North Korea, I think it is. Uh, it's last Two years ago it was held in Korea and the results were pretty poor. I think he got a lot of draws, didn't he? This year it's yeah. being held in China, so it is away from yeah, home. But China's in Wuhan. It's probably the, the, the first direct comparison or comparative results we'll have uh, to see how Uli does. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I guess again, though, it'll be it'll be a strange career squad because we'll be missing all the guys who play overseas, apart from mm. the, the Chinese and Jap- Japanese guys. But none of the Europeans will be there. None of the guys in the Middle East will be there. Um, so it'll be a bit of an odd squad. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, so I, I, I saw that um, this year's all-star game is Che Gang Yi, the John Book's coach, is 11 versus Uli's really? yeah. 11. Yeah. And when I uh, asked about that, you said it was going to be his... I, I saw somewhere, so don't quote me on it, but I saw somewhere that it was uh, going to be the East Asian Korean team versus the K-League all-stars team. Ah, okay. Which should really be the same team for the most part. Well, presumably yeah. the Korean All-Stars team will have a few foreign guys in it. Um, yes, but... And then they... Well, Billy doesn't pick K-League players, so... But he's got to pick... So he's, he's got, got to pick for the season Cup, He's yeah. got to pick players based in the AFC, has he? Yes. He's got to pick... No, he's got to pick players based in the East Asian Federation, so it's, so it's only China, Japanese, or Korean players, effectively. Mongolian, yeah. Taiwanese. Yeah, we don't have players Guam. in <laughs> yeah. Thailand or... Not Thailand, Taiwan. So he'll get to keep his so basically intact. So basically, um You're looking at players that Co- Yeah, a couple of players the in The goalkeeper, China, like... Uh, the guy that plays in... The goalie that plays in Osaka. Yeah, Osaka. so you maybe his new guy who came in and scored. Um, but these surely those guys don't yeah. qualify for the All Star game, do they? Like Hardy some more. Well, they don't play in Korea. And so, yeah, he's, so he's going to pick domestic-based players that he's going to take for the. the ma- why I, under- I think the way I understood it, and I could be wrong, is basically Stelic is going to pick his squad for the East Asian Games, and then Che Gang He will pick whoever's left things. over. From the K League So the, the link I sent you guys about the the voting process for this, where the, your average Joe blogs on the street or Joe Kim gets to go in and vote which players he wants to be. That's going to be for Che Gang He's K League All Star squad, is it? As far as I understand yeah, it, yeah. I mean it's an All Star game, so it'll be a mess. It's quite possible the same player could play Half. two halves for for, yeah. different teams. for different teams. Yeah, but you'd, you'd have to imagine, for example, yeah, like. 
the Stilica will go with the guy from Saraza and Chica and he will go with Jung, for yeah. example. Chica and he will go with Yom Ki Hyun, but Stilica's not going to take Yom Ki Hyun to the East Asian Cup. He's going to take Wang Yiju or Jun Menguez. You think? He's not going to take Yom Ki Hyun to the East Asian Cup. I bet he does. I bet he, <laughs> he does. Won't. He won't. This season cap is usually about players. Like, okay, he's not, he, development okay, okay, so he, he might take Yum. He won't take Kim Chinook. So Kim Chinook will play in the Key League All-Stars. So Che will pick Yi Dong-Gook. Yi Dong-Gook, Kim Chinook. Well, yeah, those, those two are both yeah, in the voting for the... Yeah. So you'd have to assume they're going to be in Che's team. Along with Jong Teze, Yi Dong-Gook, Chong Teze, Chong Kim Chinook, and Edu, I think, were the four strikers yeah. that were... Yeah, I mean, so basically, players who play in the in the um, All Stars for John Book against players who still like, has no choice but to pick because he can't take his Europeans. So would you? Yeah, would I'll be there. Be I'll, the be there. The I'll, I'll be there. I'll be Fantastic. It, they've moved it from Sangam to Ansan for this year. Oh, okay. There you go. Is that, there you is, go? Is, that, is that the Wasquiggle? Yeah, which is a bit odd because well, I mean, they've struggled to. Yeah, they've not sold it out for the last two years, mm. but they've been giving free tickets away. So, But yeah, uh, I guess we'll talk about that a bit more when the day gets closer. Yeah. The only other thing of note this week was uh, Kang Soil, who we made a big deal about last week, getting called up for the national squad. So he, was, he was so desperate to make a good impression that he wanted to grow a moustache <laughs> for the game. And, and dressing like a girl as well. Yeah, <laughs> dressing like a girl, grow a moustache. Not quite sure Council knew what he was doing this weekend. But he's, um, his, his desperation to grow a bit of face fuzz has cost him a 15-match yep, ban. And presumably his international career. You would think so, yeah. So, first of all, we have John Book's uh, Hanko Yuan uh, punching someone and probably ruining his career. There we have Kang Seo potentially ruining his career. Uh, one by acting like a man, one by trying to look like a man. Uh, so, what can we say here? Um, Note to self, Cha, you might actually still be in, in with a shout of a team if the guys keep doing this. I think one thing they have to do is now drug test everybody in the K League who actually has a moustache, just to check. I would probably drug Nobody. test. I would drug <laughs> test all the fans who go to K League on a regular basis as well. Because <laughs> I'd start with us to be honest. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that there's some people in there that might be on something. Um, but yeah, I mean. But you, you can imagine this. This is going to be a story that gets. That gets dragged out on like weird UK quiz shows for years to come. Like, what? Why did this guy get banned for for using a moustache cream? I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, he was only only ever the second, the second, um, how do we call it? The second non like non fully Korean uh, parentage player to ever be called up, and he goes ahead and like wears a steroid cream to get a moustache. It kind of like, I, I, I think I kind of made a bit of a. I think he's made himself look like an absolute idiot. Uh, he's made Stelia look like an absolute idiot. He's made the Pohang manager who held him as being a great player and whatever. And it's just made a. Just, I think it's just stupid. It, you, you believe the. Uh, you believe that it was an innocent mistake of him using moustache cream rather than some kind of testosterone cream or whatever it was well, to get a moustache as opposed to. I think, I think as I may have tweeted. Huge news from Kang Suil sent home for wearing moustache cream. I didn't even know there was such a thing as cream to get a moustache. I can grow one normally. 
It's cold I mean, not shaving for a day. Presumably it's the same thing that, <laughs> that women to men... The cream that you can get that stops it up. Yeah, it's a, it's I a mean, cream, surely yeah. when women sort of do their... When women want to grow a moustache. Uh, when, when women do their gender Paul? reassignment surgery to become men... Oh, okay. They must yeah. have something to sort of... I suppose that... I mean, the one thing about Kang is he, didn't, he doesn't seem to have put up much of a defence... He's ba- basically the author of this. <laughs> but like fucking Po Hanging Dredge the last couple of years as well, man, yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they offered him a 15 game ban and he was like, oh, okay. Yep. So, uh, I mean, he, he, he seems to have just basically held his hands up and gone, yeah. That'll, that'll take him basically through to the, the split, right? That takes him through the split, and then presumably, if you haven't played for 15 weeks, you're not exactly going to yeah. come back and be the sharpest. So. They react and make this moustache cream. That's what's been all in the news. And he didn't want to have any any like investigations put in in case it was someone else he was trying to grow grow hair that he couldn't get any. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think the fact that it's moustache cream is, makes it laughable. But if you actually look at it from a serious point of view, this is a footballer who like must have known that what he was taking had some form of performance enhancing whatever like some form of like illegal steroids and I think or drugs whatever and I think it's pretty ridiculous from, from my point of view I think it's pretty ridiculous no but I bet in Korea that people aren't aware of that kind of stuff at all he's a footballer he, the, the, this is, you could imagine for Samsung. some like old old adjective someone saying like take this for your stamina they just take it without questioning it won't they the fact of the matter is he's a footballer. We're not talking about the guy who sits next to you in a Galbi restaurant going, oh, Marku, mushroom, ho, 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 ho. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're talking about here. I don't have a lot of sympathies with these guys. As you say, he's a, a footballer. footballer. He is at a professional football club. I'm sure even at Jeju they've got a sports science type person there. Boss, who they can I take say, this? Can I take this? Yeah. Cream, can I take this? Because it's the same with all those guys that, you know, at the Olympics or whatever, oh, I, was just, I just had a bit of a cold and I took this. They've all got well, guys what's working for them. Yeah. Yeah. The swimming guy got done. Yeah, the other couple of. I mean, that was. I think it's just I even if it is bad luck, it's bad luck, and he's got to take his punishment. He's yeah. done something he shouldn't have done. Whether it's whether it was moustache cream or something else. Yep. He takes his punishment. Does his fifteen games. He'll um, come back next season, presumably, um, and you'll see. But I think his national team. Reputation is probably going to be short. Yeah, to I, don't, I don't think it'll be that anybody will be quick to pick him again in the national team. Mm. Sadly, it might mean they might not be pick, quick to pick any other multicultural players. And that's in the, the other problem as well. So that's, that's the only thing problem. is whether it leaves a a lasting mark. But other than that, um, speaking of lasting marks, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Well, what, what I was going to say is from. From one person trying to grow a moustache to a, a bunch of women that are trying desperately not to. Did you watch any of the World Cup? The Women's World Cup? I watched the first I watched game the, against I watched Brazil. the Brazil game. Yeah. Um, Korea didn't look all that impressive. I think they were pretty well beaten. Mm. Um, I saw they got a two each draw, I think, with Costa Rica. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. Um, it was Saturday or Sunday? Uh, they got a lot. Costa Rica got a couple of goals. Or at least their equaliser was very late on. Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. Korea so went 2 0 ahead and then. Not good. Another poor performance from a Korean team at World Cup, I would imagine. Um, the last game is it Spain? Spain. I want to say Spain, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they'll struggle to qualify. Yeah. I think Costa Rica are sort of. Costa Rica probably the weakest team in the, yeah. in the group. <coughs> Costa Rica are in second at the minute. They I beat Spain. Okay. And they've got, they obviously they drew with Chris, so they got four points. Which so means they got could. Six points. They'll probably crash out with the same number of points as the male team, yeah? 
last year. Same number of points as the male team in the Women's World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing. Choice of Jong's playing. Okay. All right. So a couple of a couple of players look more manly than Kangsuil, though, didn't they? Five, four, using the same eight, game. twelve, ten. <laughs> right. So what else have we got to do before we finish? Have we got? Uh, classic games to preview? Or? I think we just go the, the big one, Sue one, John Book, 6pm, Sunday. Sue won't have to win to keep the league alive. Probably won't. Probably won't, but they have to. That'll keep the league alive. If they lose that one, uh, you're looking at probably so overtaking them uh, the next week in the Super Match. So that's the big one, yeah. So just big one. quickly do the, the rest of the games. Uh, Saturday, at 4 o'clock, we've got Songnam Kwangju. That's very early. Very early. Some men don't mind the heat. They're, they haven't moved your game to half past eight at night. Like I know, I don't understand that, actually. Um, yeah, 4pm is quite, quite early, but I guess they're probably not anticipating that many fans coming, I guess. Saving money on the lecky bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. pretty much. Um, but they have to put more money in the water bill. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that one makes... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I could, uh, that's going to be a draw. All right. I think Guanju are going to be a little bit strong in that game. And in the evening, Busan are losing to Pohang. Busan will lose to Pohang, yep. Uh, Chanam are Probably. losing to Seoul? No, nah, no. Seoul don't really have a good record down there. No. Uh, are you going to it? 90% certain, yeah. Well, so we'll, we'll hear all about that from the man who always gives his insightful feedback on the first 20 minutes or so <laughs> until the soju yeah. kicks in. <laughs> Have you been to that ground? It's a lovely ground. I don't think I have, no. It's a pain no, to get to. Um, it'll be jam shell for me on Saturday. And then on the Sunday, it's Ulsan at home to Inchon. Why bother? Indeed. <laughs> Draw. As, as we said, Suwon are taking on Chonbuk. Draw. And then Dejon nope. are losing to Jeju. Disagree. Chonbuk will well, win I, Actually, Dejon are at home to Jeju. Something's got to give there because Dejon never win and Jeju never win, win. away. <laughs> Um, so I reckon that one will be a one each draw. I reckon John Book will beat Sue 1 2 1 and effectively end the league. For Sue 1. For Sue 1. For Sue 1, but not think for Sue 1. will jung it. Uh, I, just, I, don't, I, just I don't think John will even play. Having, having watched Sue 1. I don't Su-1, think you'll get the plane back from Bangkok. Yeah. You, but you won't catch it. You won't catch it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think uh, having watched one against Songnam last Saturday, uh, I just really don't think they're good enough to beat John Book. Uh, I think John Book will be buoyed by getting a couple of their players back. I think John Book will start turning the corner. And yeah, again, and I think they'll beat Suwon. All right, so that wraps it up. It's not even half past 11 yet, yet let alone half past one, as I think it was last week. Um, all that's left to do then is, Paul, are you going to give us a little bit of music for our good friend? Kang Suwil. Good friend of the podcast, Kang Suwil. Now the trucks don't work. Now the trucks don't work They just make you worse But I know I'll see your face again Dude.